Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Welcome everyone to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It is time to think again. Uh, so often we think we have things figured out. We know the news of the day. We're kind of settled in, getting a little comfortable. But it's important for us to learn to suspend judgment and to suspend what we think we know to get outside of our bubble just a little bit and to think again. We do that regularly on this program. We're going to do it a lot as we go throughout the day today. Uh, but as we begin, I want you to really think about thinking again. Uh, so often, whether we're in business, whether we're in our communities, we, we get really complacent and our minds get a little mushy and we just start to assume that we've got everything or we know exactly where it's going. And often that leads uh, to either getting burned or uh, getting busted <laughs> by our customers or clients, by our boss, by a spouse, uh, by our children, to be sure. And we have to get in the habit of exercising that think again muscle. Uh, here's just a couple of uh, rapid fire little quiz uh, things that I often like to use to illustrate think again. So here's a quick one for you. How long did the Hundred Years' War last? Of course, you would think that the Hundred Years' War lasted 100 years, but think again. It was 116 years. How about where are Chinese gooseberries from? Logic would say, I know the news. I've got this down. Of course, they're from China. But no, think again. They're from New Zealand. Uh, here's one of my favorite. Uh, I often ask young people this. What color is that famous black box in an airplane? A hint, it is not black. <laughs> Think again. It is orange. The black box is actually orange. I'm not sure why that is other than you can see it better. Uh, but we have to think a little bit different. How about something like uh, what country makes Panama hats? Think again. It's actually Ecuador. How about what color is a purple finch? It's not purple. Think again. It's crimson red. And finally, what animal is the Canary Islands named after? It's not a bird. Think again. It's actually named after a dog. Uh, so it's so easy for us to get complacent in our thinking or to think at this point of the day that we actually know and understand the news. But this is where we have to stop and think again. Uh, and so we do that every day on this program, right at the top of the one o'clock hour. Remember, we're here every day now from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., Monday through Friday. So we can go just a little bit deeper. 
We often uh, talk about Albert Einstein and his brilliance, and he often rejected that. He said, it's not that I'm smart. It's just that I'm willing to stay with the questions longer. In other words, Albert Einstein was really good at thinking again. And so we're going to do that every day. Set your clock. Be ready. We're going to take all kinds of issues and make you think again or invite you to think again in unique and creative ways for a lot of the issues that we face here in our communities, also in our state, and of course for our country. Because when we think again, when we sit with the questions just a little longer, uh, we get to a little more enlightened view of them. We get to better solutions. We have better conversations. We can divide that rage from reason that we talk about. We can have the elevated conversation. We can connect all the dots and we can make sure everything makes sense to you. So we'll do that every day, right at one o'clock here on KSL News Radio. You don't want to miss that. It will be part of your day as you learn to develop the discipline to think again. One of the other things we're going to be hitting in multiple ways today is counting things and what actually counts. Uh, we got a lot of counting coming up, and uh, we're going to start and end the program today with a uh, quote from Einstein who said, not everything that can be counted counts, and not everything that counts can be counted. And so when you spend time actually determining what counts in your life, uh, you discover that there are a lot of things that count, and most simply some things that just cannot be counted. So look at things like stress-free moments, uh, inspiring thoughts, uh, laugh, tears, confidence, love, satisfaction, pride, passion, joy, all of those things, peace and excitement, connections. Those are all things that really matter, and yet they're really difficult to accurately or regularly count. So when you look at success and happiness and peace of mind and a host of other worthy goals and things that are worth pursuing individually and collectively— Uh, Those are things worth measuring in our progress as we uh, move forward in life. But in almost every area of personal and professional and community life, there are things that we count that don't really count. And there are things which count that simply cannot be counted. So we have to really decide for ourselves, what is it that counts? And far too many of us find ourselves in that never-ending rat race of a chase Uh, scrolling through social media thinking all of these things count when they really don't matter in the end, or we check off tasks in our to-do list at work uh, only to find that the to-do list doesn't really count all that much in our happiness and satisfaction in life. And so we have to decide what, what does count? What should we count? And how should we count it? And how do we make sure that we're focused on the things that actually matter the most? Uh, And so you're going to discover as I have that uh, when you know what really counts, yet actually don't have to worry about counting nearly as much. And for a guy like me, bad at math, less counting is always a good thing. And in the end, your success, your happiness, your peace of mind, it's really going to be a natural byproduct of focusing on what counts and not counting what counts. And that's where we really have to get and what we really have to strive to do. And that's what we're going to do for the rest of the show today. Uh, Coming up in our next segment, we're going to have Doug Wilkes, and we're going to count what counts at the border as it relates to immigration and the crisis down there. And here's a number that counts. 19,000 unaccompanied children uh, are currently at the border. Uh, What counts is DACA recipients who have uncertainty in their lives because Congress can't get to what counts in terms of finding a solution when it comes to immigration. We're going to be joined at 135 today by Jenny Howe. 
Uh, she counts. Uh, she is a counselor and uh, helps us in so many different ways. But she's going to help us get through our own confirmation bias. Uh, because often our confirmation bias prevents us from counting what actually counts. Uh, we'll also get to the First Amendment uh, with a fascinating conversation I had earlier this week with Professor Ronell Anderson-Jones from up at the University of Utah on some recent rulings uh, coming out of the Supreme Court and social media, what that really ma- means and what that really matters to each of us. Uh, and then we're going to get to a conversation that counts in a big way. Coming up at 2.20, set your clock today, uh, we're going to have former Governor Gary Herbert and former U.S. Congressman Ben McAdams joining us. They're going to do our Next Is Now segment. They're going to preview, coming up on Friday, a conversation they will have with UVU President uh, Tuminez about civility and coming together, partnerships and uh, partisanship for the public good. Uh, It is a great conversation. You don't want to miss that one with former Representative Ben McAdams and former Governor Gary Herbert, who are going to teach us how to come together in a bipartisan way. Uh, we'll also have a very important conversation about things that count when it comes to children and sexual assault. Uh, we'll be joined by our friends from the Unique Foundation. Uh, this is an important, crucial conversation that absolutely counts. We all need to lean in and engage. So we're going to do it by the numbers today. We're going to do it in order and we're going to get some things done. So stay with us throughout the next two hours from one to three here on KSL News Radio for extended inside sources. I'm Boyd Matheson, your host. We're going to step away and when we come back, we'll start counting at the border with the editor of the Deseret News, Doug Wilk. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.